Welcome back everyone on today's show I'll be discussing weight gain and obesity, certain treatment options, we'll be discussing diet, activity, lifestyle and CBT for binge eating. So let's get started with the show. Okay you're all very welcome back. I'm going to jump straight in on today's topics and we're going to look at obesity first and coincide that with weight gain into obesity. So when we look at obesity, obviously the overall goal of obesity treatment is for a person to get to a healthy weight and to stay there long term. All right, it might seem pretty straightforward, but obesity treatment is is very very complex and it varies obviously from person to person so when we look at obesity and we need to look at the whole picture a lot of people now are in and going well look it's very very simple just eat less move more it's obviously a little bit more complicated than that when people boil it down to something so simple we have to look at dietary changes to what and how much is is eaten the second thing you'd have to address would be exercise, activity plans, workout routines, a person's capabilities, what's their training age. And one thing that often gets overlooked, I know that people just kind of throw this under the bus and it's kind of hammer through and you'll be fine, put the head down and go with a lot of it, is behavioral modification, such as, you know, the willpower and things like emotional eating and i'm going to delve into that a little bit more with cbt and binge eating disorder in particular there is other options obviously as well hopefully a lot of people won't get to that point where it would involve prescription drugs or um surgery as well gastric bypass there in extreme cases as well so what we're going to focus on really today is your dietary changes, exercise, and behavior modification. So when I say each one of those, obviously there's no one single treatment that works for everyone, but losing weight and keeping it off, we need to try to narrow the focus and we have to have a starting point for a lot of people and a calorie reduced diet and a physical fitness routine are probably the simplest place to start for a lot of people so what a lot of people need to recognize is with this approach and when we're tackling obesity or weight gain in particular it might be a multidisciplinary team we're looking at in addressing a couple of different areas gym instructors or pts mightn't be skilled in certain areas and they might need the help of other health providers or healthcare professionals in the overall treatment. And I think that gets overlooked by a lot of people when they come to gym instructors, particularly in the gym. There's a couple of different issues um, that are, are up in the air and they're hoping that through diet and exercise that they're going to fix a lot of their issues and there might be a lot of things outside the realm of what a gym instructor or PT can provide so a couple to give you an example that you might need to to look into 
again, experts in, in their own field, obviously, as well, would be, say, for example, you go to a physician, dietitian, um, behavioral counselors, fitness coaches, and obesity specialists, obviously, coming to your, to your doctor first. A lot of people, you surprise many people will come to a gym instructor or a PT first before actually consulting their, their doctor in seeking help with obesity or weight loss and that's for a number of different reasons as well so it might be the case that you have to be a multidisciplinary team that's put together in order to help you through your goals and that's important to recognize and to accept help from a couple of different people like dietitians are going to educate you on nutrition and help with meal plans if you're looking at behavioral counselors to address emotional issues that possibly could be linked to overeating because if we don't address the initial problem and why it's happening or um, why we've gotten to this point, then it's likely to arise again, even through all your hard work. So remember we said at the beginning there, we're looking at achieving long-term sustainable weight loss. Fitness coaches, they're going to design a safe and effective plan for you. Obesity specialists, likes of doctors, nurses, other healthcare providers that may have, you know, received special training in treating obesity and that are obviously doing it week in, week out and know the correct route or the correct path to take you take you down. So when we look at our weight loss program, typically, all right, as initial, obviously, weight loss phase followed by a maintenance phase to support weight loss in the long term. And that's a key element that needs to be shared between your fitness professionals and the client overall like it can be very very good particularly at the beginning everything's on board the motivation is high weight loss is occurring over a period maybe it's 6 8 10 12 16 weeks whatever it might be but it's important then to head it into a maintenance phase to obviously support the weight loss and then go again with your weight loss phase and to repeat that process because Weight loss itself is not linear, okay? So you're going to have some highs and lows and there will be times when things get particularly tough and we allow for certain hiccups and bumps along the road as well, which is important. And to acknowledge them and to know that they're, those are going to happen and they're not going to derail the overall goal. And it's a long-term goal as well. We need to look at our long-term goals and short-term goals, which I'm sure working with a good fitness profession will set them for you. So when we look at that kind of program and the phases that we run through, it's typically going to last about six months. All right. And then after that initial weight loss phase, again, everyone's completely, I'm, I'm talking about the, the further end of the scale here. Everybody's completely different in their journey and where they're starting at. And that needs to be tailored to as well. So I would always typically put that initial phase in around six months um for the initial weight loss and then the maintenance phase is implemented then again for another six to 12 months afterwards depending on how much a person needs to lose so with that being said i'm going to narrow the focus here a little bit and go and dive into the likes of diet people's activity and their lifestyle so when we're looking for successful treatment and weight loss to occur they're not going to happen without making you know diet and lifestyle changes and 
with everyone with an obesity diagnosis, they can expect changes to their habits, to, to their eating habits, I should say, and an increase of their physical activity levels. The exact diet and the activity plan a person might be prescribed is going to vary depending on a number of different factors. So they could be, for example, an individual's their current dietary needs, the amount of weight that they might need to lose, their overall health status. That could be, again, with certain medical conditions. And the big one for everyone, not just inside obesity, is their commitment to and their participation in the overall plan. So adherence could be the best plan in the world. You could have four or five different members in your team, a multidisciplinary team, like we just spoke about, and they could have spent, you know, weeks preparation. But if that individual is not going to adhere to the overall program, it's not going to be successful. So what we're actually really looking for here is a slow and steady weight loss period. It's not going to be these ones you see on certain television programs where people are dropping 10, 12, 14 pounds over a week. The majority of it, they won't explain, is obviously water weight, 90% of it. But slow, steady weight loss over an extended period of time is going to be the safest and it's going to be the most effective way to lose weight, but to actually keep it off and keep it off in the long term. You're going to see a person should recognize if they're in tune with their body after a certain period, they will see, you know, begin to see big improvements in their health before they've actually lost a lot of weight. Somewhere in between, you know, 3% to 5% of a person's total weight, you're going to see positive health changes. And that might be things like they need to look at, obviously, their blood pressure, blood sugar levels, and with your fitness professional, they're the types of things that they should be monitoring as you impart on this, this journey as well. So when we look at our diet and what we look to prescribe to people who want to lose weight, there's often the question proposed that which diet is best. And the simple answer to it is that there's not going to be one diet overall that's more effective for everyone that's trying to lose weight or to simply improve their health. Everyone's dietary needs are going to be completely different. Their preferences in food are different. So the nutritional component of a treatment plan will be very, very, or it should be very, very individually based. But there will be certain laws that they will, will follow. The primary recommendation for most obesity plans is obviously going to be to reduce food intake and to obviously increase their activity levels, but to consume fewer calories than they have been over the last maybe 6, 12, 18, maybe two years, whatever it might be. But looking into this in a little bit more depth and reading a few studies, I came across a 2017 study 
I share with you here now was published in the Contemporary Clinical Trials and they proposed how many calories someone eats per day may have more influence on weight loss than the type of diet that they follow. So that's important to acknowledge. I'll say it again. How many calories someone eats per day may have more influence on weight loss than the type of diet that they follow. So breaking down the study and reading through the data, the study included two groups, one eating a low-fat diet and the other eating a low-carb diet. Both groups restricted their intake by 500 calories per day. I'm sure you've seen that figure banded around as well online, and it's something that obviously I've used myself. Even though they were focused on reducing the different types of food, both groups lost the exact same amount of weight even though one was focused on a low fat diet and eating a dinner on a low carb diet they both ended up actually losing the same amount of weight so it's very very important when people come to you or a recommendation from a friend or you know you haven't seen someone in a while and you recognize that oh god look you've lost um you're looking great you've lost weight what did you do and they recommend a certain diet, that diet might work well for that person. All right. And it's very, very important to acknowledge and to understand that and to gather some information and do some research as well for yourself. Does this suit me to not be going, obviously, and changing all your dietary habits just because Mary next door lost 20 pounds on a certain diet? And that's why it's very, very important to not be purchasing these cookie cutter programs and jumping in it needs to be individualized especially when it comes to diet and obviously when it comes to to workouts as well but there's a little bit more leniency with with certain ones but when it comes to diet and nutrition it really has to be like the number of calories that person or that individual needs to eat per day is going to vary completely uh, you need to take into account the person's overall health their activity levels even look at certain things like their metabolism. So when we look at the diet, there, there's no definitive one that's going to be best when it comes to treating weight loss or for obesity treatment. But we do have certain guidelines to follow on this where I think the a lot of the water gets a little bit muddled when it comes to it. So you've heard all this information again, but it's in, it's in certain quantities that we have to measure. And that's where you're... Your multifaceted team are going to come into it with your, your dietitian and your nutrition and providing you with this information and have it all laid out for you in, in clear language that you will understand. But some of the things you're likely to see, obviously, is to increase or include eating fruits and vegetables, consuming enough fiber, um, choosing whole grains is another one. Some people tend to lean towards, depending on the provider, and again, suiting your own diet as well. There's a big shift nowadays through plant-based foods. Portion control, a huge one. You know, breaking it down into smaller meals and snacks instead of having the typical Irish diet here as well, speaking from our own background to having the three big meals a day. Things like there's obviously more awareness than of the sugars in certain drinks. So if you cut those down to your no sugar ones will greatly reduce it, even if it, the kickback has to be to certain diet ones, but your zero ones like Coke Zero, 
all perfectly acceptable for you to be to be consuming as well if it's going to you know give you a little bit of a crutch in order to break that link between you and the ones that are containing sugar and empty calories as such another thing to highlight for a lot of people is to be choosing healthy fats avoiding saturated and trans fats just you obviously they're going to be in mostly a lot of processed packaged foods your fast foods your takeaways focus on the healthier ones ones from plant sources plant sources like um nuts um avocados olive oil they're the considerations when it comes to selecting your diet plan and they are sustainable and they should be introduced with the goal of obviously having those as long-term goals to be introduced just the final thing before i move off diet and hopefully a lot of people listening are very very conscious of certain quick fixes that might be out there please stay away from anything that claims to you know lose diet quickly you want to be losing it slowly controlled and safely and keeping it off and to recognize that that's going to take time it is going to take effort it's going to take work don't be caught under these certain fad diets crash diets people are going to work with you they're going to promise you rapid weight loss it's only going to be in the short term yes it will be achievable it's not sustainable there's a rebound effect that's going to occur and you're putting your overall health really at risk so slow controlled sustainable it's effective and think about the long-term impact and effects that's really what it boils down to when you're looking at your diet overall so if we move from diet to physical activity it's one of the big players in our treatment for obesity and for weight loss and your regular exercise routine is going to play a vital role in that one thing i would say about your physical activity and probably the main goal is going to be for weight loss but it's very very important from an exercise professional's point of view to highlight other benefits to clients it's not just obviously a tool for weight loss i know people use a lot of cardio for weight loss and it shouldn't be that way as well it should be highlighting the other the other benefits to building that person up and to maybe making them stronger or to be providing them with more muscular endurance for certain activities that they couldn't actually do long term before so the routine itself should start off slow and progressively become more strenuous over time so gradually increasing a person's strength and possibly their overall endurance as well one thing as well if we're looking for it in the treatment of obesity we should be looking for obviously doctor's consent being a big one recommend they should be recommending the amount of exercise they should aim for each week and your exercise professional your pt providing that based on your gp's recommendation they're going to know what's best what the, that person can tolerate through different tests they will obviously be aware of certain factors and that's going to play a role in determining what type of exercise 
we put together as PTs. The GP is going to factor in what a person's health conditions are, their physical limitations, and provide us with the information and the recommendations for the client's overall program. Looking at the program itself for exercise and for the treatment of obesity or for weight loss, this program needs to be specific and unique for the reasons I just mentioned to the client. It could be a simple one to initially start off with. It could be something just as much as daily walks. Might be enough to just get the ball rolling. The rule of thumb is 150 minutes of moderate intensity a week. So it could be something that's built around those parameters. People might, again, be familiar with resistance training or to lifting weights. So we could marry the two where we were building in the likes of daily walks with certain resistance based stuff. Might be even still within the home or in a gym. You can buy them both of them for some sort of full body workout if they wanted to. But the main thing when it comes to this, and it's important for people in this position to recognize, is you choose a form of exercise that you like. And if you like it, you're more likely to stick to it. So it's more likely to to help you become sustainable over a long period of time and hopefully make you very, very successful in achieving your weight loss goals. The final subject we're going to look at here is behaviors. And for many people struggling with weight gain or obesity, losing weight, it's not as simple as following for most, it's not as simple as just following a healthy diet and exercising more. Sometimes the, there is the emotional and behavioral aspects of obesity that really need to be addressed for the treatment to be become successful, particularly over the long term. So I'll give you an example would be the number of reasons why people might overeat but sometimes a person might not even be aware of what's driving them driving them to actually eat so you're looking at like i mentioned at the beginning there cognitive behavioral therapy cbt particularly on areas the likes of binge eating or there is certain behavior modification programs counseling is another thing that people might look into as well in the long term to address the the issues or identify them even so people might even be aware of what's actually driving them to eat and part of your treatment program i talk about having that multidisciplinary team to look at it overall might be you might look at certain areas addressing behaviors as part of the plan might be things like one-on-one individual or cbt therapy coaching sessions maybe to identify challenges and set goals to help you know keep the motivation and keep you on target keep you on track or even the likes of particularly if a pt might have a certain network built up or if you are working with a counselor that they might be able to provide you or give you access to certain support groups so it can really, really help to talk and speak with someone 
that's going on to or has been part of the same journey as yourself and to have that support network and to know it can be done and others have done it also that can be a huge motivational factor for a lot of people and to to keep them on track and to motivate them to achieve more and to show that this does actually work so just to give people a little bit more of an insight into cbt treatment and what it essentially focuses on because it is something that i have recommended for clients in the past for certain long-term issues regards identifying certain areas that might be impeding their weight loss, weight loss goals or having a big impact on them when it comes to exercise or actually identifying certain triggers for consuming certain foods or for binge eating, whatever it might be. So to give people an insight into the types of things that you would focus on with CBT treatment will be like you're you're probably talking that's of probably in around 20 sessions, all right, working one-to-one with a specialist in the area. You're looking at setting goals, goal setting, um, reviewing homework being another one. Do you're going to get a lot of homework? I'd say a lot of homework some homework to do it's obviously part and parcel of the whole process certain teaching skills your learning capabilities problem solving when it comes to certain issues as well they're all the, the little components that are pieced together in order to successfully get you on track and to look at why and uh, the how and giving you an insight into what the issues are so you might see things that would be say challenging dietary rules you'd be completing food records um looking at your thinking overall some people have the all or nothing type approach you'd look at different strategies so that might be strategies to prevent binge eating or certain compensatory behaviors so, you know, looking at problem-solving strategies that would fall in under. Um, certain things, again, further down the line when it comes to the treatment as well, exposure to certain fear foods. Meal planning would be another one then as well. Plan your meals ahead of time. That can be looked at with dietitians as well, keeping that um, all in perspective as well. So CBT is very 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 effective when it comes to to um, as a treatment i should say and adding that as part of dealing with weight gain or when you're trying to lose weight or tackling obesity it's going to to help you in so many different ways like things i didn't even um, mention there like body checking, challenging of eating disorders, um, help you develop self-esteem, um, even certain things outside that realm, like interpersonal skills, um, even, let's see, like, like some body avoidance, all those, all those things that are going to be built up within 
people with certain eating disorders that have contributed to obesity. So my advice would be to don't shy away from it. If it's something that you're fearful of, try to get as much information as possible on it. It's definitely something if you've tried other approaches in the past and this is a long-term thing where it's continuing on where you're jumping on that hamster wheel where you're consistently you know punishing yourself through restrictive eating or excessive exercise cbt might be the cognitive behavioral therapy might be something that you need to look at first before you go and look at addressing certain issues around your dietary needs your meal planning your exercise your exercise routine just to get all your ducks in a row because like everything we want you to to be able to become sustainable in your weight loss goals and your thinking long-term your long-term health so it might be an initial investment at the beginning but the rewards are going to be there and when you look at working at this from a team perspective and having those people around you you obviously increase your chances of success enormously so really hope you enjoyed today's show guys giving you a little insight into tackling obesity the certain treatment options um cognitive behavioral therapy and if anyone needs any more information there's certain links that are going to be down in the show highlights as well so as always enjoy today's show and i will see you all again next week